BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. Today's episode is with Greg Grippo, who was infamously on The Bachelorette with Katie, and they had all the drums. And so many of you reached out when it all happened and you were like, are you team Greg or team Katie? And I was like, what the hell is going on? What does this mean? So naturally I had to get my ass onto the couch and watch some Bachelorette and I got up to speed and I'm excited for you to hear Greg's take on the whole thing. But before we get into that, I'm going to answer a few of your questions. Speaking of Greg, I was just on a bachelorette party um, last weekend and it was really fun. We went to Tulum and we got a villa. It was really nice. Just going to speak a little bit on the safety aspect I, we had had so many people, including like the bride's dad and, you know, my dad and my sister who was supposed to come. She, you know, everyone was just really worried about the safety of it. And I, I've never really been worried about those things. And I don't know why I probably should be more worried, but I have really good intuition about this stuff. And it's funny, I went to Acapulco when I was in college when I was a freshman in college. And I think, yeah, I think I was a freshman. Maybe I was a sophomore. And right before we went, I think it was like 10 or maybe 50, no, like 10 girls were beheaded. It was insane. Beheaded. Like, it's crazy. And if you're listening, you're like, what are you talking about? Like, why is there, you know, violence like this in in Mexico. To be honest with you, I'm not educated enough on the subject to tell you, but I know it's there's a lot of corruption going on and like cartels and things like that and and drug trade and it's just a very it's very different than New York City, let's say. And there's a lot of things that we don't know. Funny enough, on that Acapulco trip when we ended up going, we also stayed at a villa and a guy came to our villa one day dressed in a police outfit. Like we thought he was a cop and he was like, I'm just doing a check on the villa, making sure everything's okay. And he ended up stealing two of my friends' passports, which is crazy wild. And they got stuck in Acapulco for two weeks. Luckily there were like, you know, other people we knew coming after we we had left, but it was really crazy. And so like, I've definitely experienced that stuff before. It's crazy, but this bachelorette was great. It wasn't, it wasn't unsafe. And 
it was supposed to be a larger group, but then a few people found out they had COVID. And so it was six of us, which was actually really nice. There's something to be said about a girl bonding six people. And I love to be like a leader in like a thought leader in the whole process of the bonding. And so like we went around one day and we said like our fatal flaws or things about us that we don't like. We said really nice things about everyone in the group so far. Like we did those games and it was really, really nice. Like it wasn't just like this crazy, like I'm blackout bachelorette. And it was funny because there were a lot of bachelor parties there in Tulum. And there's this weird connection between a bachelorette, like a bride on her bachelorette and a groom on his bachelor party the two connect. And it's such a funny thing because you're like, wait, it shouldn't be like that. Like they should be like both the most happy people to like marry their whoever, but they end up like weirdly connecting. And so I wouldn't be surprised if like there have been some like low key hookups like that. That wasn't the case for our bride, but my friend, like I made a friend in, in a bachelor group and he was telling me all about it and it was crazy. And like there was some cheating that went on in other bachelorette bachelor groups, which is so crazy. Like I never, I feel like that's like the opposite of my vibe, like on my bachelorette. Like last thing I want to do is like think about hooking up with someone. I want to like, you know, have a good time with my best friends, but craziness. Okay. So I watched the first episode of the new Sex and the City show. And just like that, I didn't watch the second yet. But I was a little disappointed. I will say it did seem like everyone was a little rusty in terms of like being those characters, which is totally fair. Makes sense. I'm not an actress, so I don't know how hard or easy that is. But I did feel like they made the whole like aging process sound like a bad thing. Like, like oh, you know, you can't have gray hair or like, you have to do everything you can to look young. And I feel like the whole sex in the city idea is like, doesn't matter how old you are, chic and effortless and, you know, cool at every age. And so that was like kind of annoying. And then I didn't like the ragging on Samantha, but I heard they like make up for that in the second episode. I don't know. I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm a little confused about the Miranda, like alcoholism and the weird awkwardness that she had with the black teacher. I felt like she, I don't know, I just felt like it was a really cringe, possibly unnecessary moment, but maybe it displayed how she was like drunk or something at that class. I uh, obviously hated big dying. And I thought that Carrie just like walked in and um, I don't know, maybe she froze because she was so scared, but like call 911. Call 911 if your husband looks like they're having a heart attack. You know, like it's not, it's not that hard of a thing. I loved Charlotte, everything about her. I did feel like she went a tad too hard on the filler Botox, but I have no idea what I'm going to look like at that age. So I really can't judge. Somebody asked about things that I didn't realize were part of wedding planning. Well, something I'll share with you guys that's like pretty personal is that I've been planning my wedding pretty much just myself and my wedding planner. I like my my mom is amazing. She's an incredible mom, but she's not like the mom. I always say like, you know, there's there's 
two kinds of moms when you go to college. There's the one that like comes in and does your entire dorm up and like, you know, makes it really nice and decorates every last bit. And same with your first apartment. And, you know, and my mom's more like a New York City mom. She's from Brooklyn. She's like, you know, go to college, figure it out. And she has like her own shit going on. And so for the most part, like I'm planning this wedding with the planners. I am very lucky that my parents are being very generous with, you know, the resources that they've given me to plan the wedding, but I'm pretty much planning it myself and the planners. And that's something that I didn't realize maybe was part of wedding planning is like, you know, I'm really doing it on my own. And, and like I was with a couple brides last weekend at the bachelorette and they're like, Oh, you know, my mom's just doing everything. And like, I'm just showing up. And I don't think people realize like that, you know, to me, like I'm sensitive from that. Cause I'm like, I would love that. Like, I would love to just show up at my wedding, but like I'm doing the dirty work. So I think like you don't think about how much you're going to be doing versus how much your parents are doing. So that's something to think about. Like, do you have the kind of parent who's going to, you know, jump in and like do most of the planning? Is it going to be you? So that's definitely something to think about. Somebody asked, do you tell a girl her significant other cheated? This is funny. or It's not funny. I don't know why I keep saying everything's funny. Like nothing's funny here. But this is interesting because we just did a poll and we were like, what is it? Is it bad karma or is it good karma? If you tell the person that you've been hooking up with their significant other, like you've been the other girl, that they're cheating. And I think that's probably bad karma just because it's it's you, you know, unless you didn't know that they had a significant other. Like I've done that. I've, you know, hooked up with someone who I didn't know they had a girlfriend. And then once I found out, I immediately told her because I felt like it was the right thing to do. And that's what I would have wanted. But if I were doing it knowingly and then was like, oh, I should probably tell this girlfriend now because I'm, because like, because maybe they're ignoring me now or I'm not getting what I want from them anymore or something, you know, then that's probably bad karma. But I do think like treat other people as you want to be treated. For me, I always want to know everything. I don't believe ignorance is bliss. So I would really want to know. And lastly, how to deal with relatives that make you that make you feel like you have to eat everything and want to stuff you. Really interesting question. I know Christmas is around the corner. I will say like, again, these are all projections of how they feel about themselves. Like if someone's like, you look too skinny, you need to eat. Or like, you shouldn't be eating that. You've eaten too much. Like that's all a projection of them. Listen to your body and your intuition about when it comes to anything eating. Like you're the only one that knows when you've had enough, when you want more and fuck everyone else. So, so excited for today's episode. I thought it was just going to be Greg, but Andrew Spencer joined us as well. And he is hilarious. And the two of them together are amazing. So I'm really excited for you to hear it. And it's a long episode today, but it's worth it. The ending, we just start shooting the shit and it's really funny. So stay tuned and I hope you like it. It's so important to love the space that you're in, especially in really cold months, because let's face it, you're spending most of your time inside ordering delivery probably. And you want to love it. You really want to look around and be like, I am relaxed. I am centered. I have good energy. And a lot of that is like also the way that you style your place. 
Like you want it to look beautiful, but you also want to curate it to actually look cohesive. I don't know how to do that. Like I certainly do not have stylistic taste, as they say. And so when I ordered my furniture for my apartment, I was like, if I go on article.com, then I'm going to end up finding furniture that is already curated. So I don't have to worry about if it's like cohesive with my environment because it all looks good. And that's what the like amazing designers behind it do. They make sure that everything looks really, really cool and modern and sleek. And they have like, it's all inspired by a variety of modern design aesthetics, like mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian. And you save up to like 30% over traditional retail prices. Plus, you're not waiting a year to get your furniture. It's fast and affordable. And it comes like pretty quickly. We got our stuff within weeks, which is really unheard of, especially for the time right now. We got the Nova Winter Gray Daybed, which my fiance is actually napping in right now and we love. The Bovi Pearl Blue Rug and the Mara Oak Side Table. But we're definitely going to dabble again because we really want everything that they have. It's amazing. Article is offering We Met at Acme listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. All you have to do is go to article.com slash Acme and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash Acme to get $50 off your purchase of $100 or more. Hope you love it. I have never been busier during a holiday in my entire life. I don't know if it's just like work stuff on top of wedding planning stuff or what it is, but it's been so crazy. And I have no time to cook right now. And I had said to myself, like, I'm going to do everything that I can, you know, months out from the wedding. I'm going to cook every night. Absolutely not. Like, I have no time. And I'm so grateful, so grateful for Daily Harvest. Between the smoothies that they sent and the bowls, like everything that I get from them is so phenomenal. Like literally their smoothies take minutes to prepare and they have all the best ingredients. When I make a smoothie on my own, I have no idea what I'm doing. And it just does not taste the way that a smoothie should taste. But when I try the chocolate and blueberry smoothie from them or the mint and cocoa smoothie, like it tastes exactly how I want it to taste. I also am obsessed with their forager bowls right now. The strawberry and goji berry oat bowl is so good. Like, just think about that. I mean, think about those ingredients. Like, it has strawberry, oats, goji berries, flax, other berries, berries that like I didn't even know existed, and vanilla. Like, it tastes like a cake, but it's good for you. It's so unbelievable what Daily Harvest can do. And their packaging is recyclable and compostable. So you can feel good about the choices that you're making physically and for the environment. Keep it simple during the holidays with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter code ACME to get up to $40 off your first box. That's code ACME for up to $40 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. And don't forget, it's code ACME for up to $40 off your first box. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, 
former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I am so excited to be here with The Bachelorette's Andrew Spencer, actually, and Greg Grippo. It's a two-in-one deal. Happy to be here. I mean, I feel like that's what like, we are now. It's a yeah. two-in-one deal with yeah. everything. Thanks I've been hearing this. I've been hearing this. Are you guys roommates? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. No, yeah. he's he's been uh, living on my couch, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. Let's get back to basics. How old are you and where are you from? We'll start with Greg. So I'm 28. I'm from Edison, New Jersey, born and raised there. Uh, family started gravitating towards Spring Lake, New Jersey, but I just moved to New York, actually, a little over a year ago at this point. And Very yeah, cool. I've, I've been loving it. Very cool. What about you? I'm actually 26. Yeah, My man. birthday's coming up pretty soon here, actually. So I might be 27 pretty when soon. When is it? Uh, in January. January. 20th. Okay, so do you identify as an Aquarius or a Capricorn? An Aquarius. Uh-huh. What does that mean? What is I, I don't really know what it means, but I feel like I have to know, and I know it's Aquarius. Well, that makes sense that you guys are so close, because I've done my my research, and Greg is a Gemini. Uh-huh. Oh, does yeah, that mean, yeah. like, your friends? If with- Friends, besties. Gemini and Aquarius and Libras, which is me, so basically we're the three best we're friends. Vibe, we're really all cool. air signs. Look at this. All Look air signs. This. That's great. amazing. But yeah, I'm from Chicago, born and raised Lived in the suburbs before just going back to Chicago, and then I did a little stint in Europe. Uh, but, yeah, now I'm on Greg's couch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Very sweet of you to extend your couch. Yeah, you know, I never thought I would have a roommate ever, but I love this yeah. guy. So, yeah. yeah, I'll make room for him. Stop. That's great. That's great. Is it like an older brother vibe or just like a <laughs> Oh, God, vibe? no, I do not consider you a younger brother. No, it's like twins. I mean, It's like a big difference. No. It feels no? like twins. No. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. We, we were birthed at the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't look at look at like I'm a younger no brother to him. That's no just, way. No, yeah. we're kind of the same person, so it's okay. more so that I'll take yeah. it. So, Greg, what's your current relationship status? You know, I am not necessarily dating at the moment. I uh, I try to, you know, the best I can, especially after the show, keep that part of my life private. I guess uh, just because you know, being in the public eye with a relationship and then dealing with so much scrutiny, it was it was pretty hard. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, definitely not on the market at the moment, but. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because when I said that you were going on the show, a few people reached out that they've matched with you on a dating app. Really? So, so how does that happen? Really? Like, I. Or do you think you're at, like, you just forgot to delete the profiles and they're just hanging? I haven't had a profile in two years. Oh, really? <laughs> we have to delete oh our. We, we get it all the time. Guys, I was like, oh, I, I match with you. I'm like, mm. someone's fa- impersonating you. I, have, I, I get fake accounts like sent to me left and right. That's um, wild. But I yeah, mean, I've been off the app. It's 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 really tough. to. I mean, maybe I, I was on Hinge, though, like yeah. prior to the show. So yeah, maybe, maybe people are like referring to that. But like, what does that mean? So you're just, you guys aren't like legally allowed to be on the No, we are. Now? But every time we send messages, people screenshot it and like make a TikTok out of it. No, espe- uh, especially before the show. No, we couldn't like, especially when it was airing. Yeah, when the show you, was airing, it, we couldn't be on it. Legally, okay. like you can't even be on it. But then after the show, we're like, we're not going on a dating app. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's like yeah. the last thing I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. would yeah. want to do right could, now. Totally. Couldn't go yeah. Back. All right, so let's get this controversy out of the way so that we can you know, talk, talk about some other fun things. Um, so I will admit, it's so funny because I've had so many bachelor, bachelorettes on the show. Right. 
And it's been awesome to talk to all of them. But I have to admit, I'm not like, I'm not a regular bachelor or bachelorette watcher. Love that. And that's, I feel like that's like why they want to come on. Cause they're like, if she was, then she'd be too, like too aggressive. Yeah. But I was getting all these DMs oh, during yeah. your season that were like, are you team Greg or team Katie? Oh, and shit. I was like, who are these people? Like, <laughs> I don't know. And they were like, you need to take a stance. Like you need to know what you are. And I was yeah. like, okay, um, sure. So I've, put it on with my fiance and we watched just like the last few episodes. And um, I can which, tell by your is, face. I can tell by your face. Which is why I miss you on the show. And okay, I'm so yeah. sad. I was um, like literally the episode before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The storm. But I saw you in the flashbacks. Anyway, <gasps> um, and then so, so we watched and uh, I'm going to get so just much shit for this. No, I'm going to get so much shit for this okay. because I was like, I... <sighs> I kind of was like Team Greg, <laughs> which is so crazy. Solid. Because like I'm the like okay, I just in case this is listened to by Katie, I'm not like really on a team. Mm-hmm. I just I understood your point. This mm-hmm. is like before like the show ended. This is like while you're still in the show. While yeah, of you course, like, yeah. I understood the fact that like you just wanted like a crumb of like just like you know. Me, I, I don't think you were saying like tell me it's gonna be me necessarily like and that's cheating I felt a lot of people thought that as right well. but yeah. you were like just give me something to hold on to mm-hmm. I've opened my heart up like you've met my family well the one thing is like the, the you've met my family one was a funny line to me because I was like that's you're legally contracted to yeah. me of for course. her to meet her family <laughs> course, so like yeah. ugh, of course you met your family mm-hmm. but but I heard what you were saying and I felt like and like you know I'm kind of into astrology as you guys can tell Katie's a Capricorn and she's a little bit more buttoned up with her emotions. And so she wasn't giving that to like she was, she was really, it seemed like she was following the rules almost too, too perfectly and like putting on a persona, but not having the emotional aspect to it. And it it felt like withholding almost. So I understood why you why you wanted that. Yeah. I mean, there there's man, I could go on about this for uh, hours, I feel like. There's so many sides to it. There's so many opinions on it. For me, it was uh, it was a really tough decision to leave. It was one of the hardest things I ever had to do and, you know, choose for myself. It's uh, It was tough, especially after hearing everyone saying, like, oh, I was acting while I ran away when it got too serious. I mean, for me, I'm like, what if she said I love you back, guys? Like, of, like I couldn't leave then, you know? Uh, I would right. I would have been... I, I would have known then, like, this is this is going to be my wife. I, right. I, I wouldn't have left. You, you can't leave. I, I, after emptying, emptying my heart, I felt like I put all my cards on the table. And I showed her my hand. And I was like, this is, this is like, this is us. This is us, you know? But I definitely just wanted a little crumb. And, you know, for us, it, we just, like, weren't on the same page. And I feel like that was very telling about where we were going to be headed in the future. And it just it just seemed like the right move for me. So if someone said to you, like, what was the reason that you left in your words? Man, you know, I think like what you said, it was, uh, it felt like a little too scripted and it felt like, all right, we need to play by, I had no problem going to like the fantasy suite and there being two other guys there. That's, I wasn't looking for the show to end. I, I wasn't at all. I, uh, I wanted us to communicate on a mutual level in those moments. I understand that it's tough when you have two other relationships, but it was, uh, for me, I just wanted that mutual love. And yeah, because it's 
the bachelorette's a bachelor. So there's steps to it. I understand that. But this is also the rest of my life. And if this is going to be the person I marry, I want it to be completely real. And like, yeah, I want to show my family after be like, look, you know, look what we accomplished. Like, look what we went through. You know, that's one of the hardest things I feel like to make it out of the mud with someone, you know, that that damn dating show. <laughs> are you not allowed to say I love you to someone until like a certain point? You totally are. Whenever you're, you're, you feel yeah, it. Whenever you feel it. Yeah. 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 Whenever you feel it. The, the producers, you know, they they have the role with like the dates and everything and, you know, asking you questions. But I mean, the feelings are are there. Yeah, they're, they're there. And that's the point that like differentiates from our perspective from like the fans perspective. Like Greg is really feeling this. And at one point it turns off from being a show and it's like real life. Like he's thinking about marrying this woman. Like, and other people are like, well, that's not how the show goes. You should have known what you signed up for. Like there's a, there comes a point where it's like, it's not even about the show and how like the timeline's going. Like if you're in love, you're in love. There's no other way around it. Like you have to, you know, Find out how you're going to translate this to real world. And like, that's where I was like, I get what Greg was trying to say, like what he was needing from it, from her in that moment. I was like, that's right then and there. Like, it's no longer about get to this part of the show. It's like, hey, how are we going to translate this to actually make it work? That's why I was like, I, I, I get what he did. And I, I like I'm friends with Katie as well. Yeah. Um, and I just I believe that what he was looking for, she didn't give him that answer. So would you have done the same thing? But I've done the same thing. And that situation, it's different because the way he, like, physically and emotionally poured out his heart to her, I don't know if I was ever in that same uh, realm of feelings. I mean, we were we were really close to it, but I wasn't as far along as them. Like, you could see it. Like, everyone knew, like, Greg and Katie had, like, a spark, this different feeling about each other. So, like, like me and the other contestants were like, we're not there yet, but that's, you know, we can feel that way. But if I was in his shoes, I probably wouldn't have had that emotional connection that hard. And I probably would have left. I mean, yeah, it's tough because, you know, you want to marry someone and you want to do the show right. But you also got to look out for yourself in the real world and how it's going to correlate. So I think that's important. Also, you know, I, I definitely also want to reiterate because I've stated this before, but it definitely wasn't the healthiest kind of love on my end, if I'm being completely honest. I definitely, you know, I had a lot of insecurities going in, and I had, you know, still a lot of pain that I was processing through the loss of my father, which was only two years at that point. And that was one of the first times I ever felt true happiness again in a long time. And that's not something you could put on your partner or rely on somebody with. So I've been kind of dealing with that on my own, trying to figure that out on my own and getting back, you know, to, uh, you know, how I was, uh, you know, I guess my a more full self of my, you know. Had you gone, I know you've been in therapy now and I want mm-hmm. to talk to you about it, but had you gone to therapy prior to the show uh, after the loss of your dad? Yeah, so I did. And uh, it was about two months after my dad passed. I went right to therapy. And I was seeing this guy for two times a week for about nine to 10 months. His name was Ron. He was in his like mid to late uh, 80s. And it was around month nine or 10, he actually got diagnosed with cancer and uh, died within like the oh, week. No. Um, and he became like, he became such like a father figure in that time. And he was, he was so wise. And, and the thing that got me, he was so hip. He understood <laughs> like the lingo and he, he was, it. he was, he really understood it. And like his mind was always there. But I, I remember one of our last therapy sessions, he kind of started passing out the table Oof. and um, the family contacted me because they knew how close uh, him and I were. 
And it's uh, so hard to it was, go through. It was tough. So I definitely, um, I went away from it after a while. And it, it's tough also finding, you know, a therapist that suits you. So after the show, the show was extremely helpful. They got me in touch with one of the show's therapists. I was in contact with them for weeks. Uh, I found one out here in New York City and been seeing him ever since. That's great. Mm-hmm. And like for anyone listening, we actually have on our website, we have a resource of therapists if you're looking. When everything went down and you you left the show. Yeah. How closely were you following what everyone was saying about you and the media and whatever? <laughs> uh, word, word for word. You know, at, at the end, uh, when I left and the whole gaslighting thing came out, I didn't leave my bed for, I think, 10 days. Uh, my family was really worried about me. I, I was in a really dark spot. I felt like the only person in the world, honestly. It, I just felt like, you know, I nobody was going through what I was going through in that moment, which, you know, was naive. There's, you know, worse things in the world. But still, I, I felt like I couldn't even be seen after that for a while. I was so embarrassed, ashamed. You know, the first time I watched it, because uh, we watched it prior of going on stage, and I I just wanted to leave off on a good note with her. And we went in, and she was, I could just sense her energy right off the bat. I was like, oh, shit, I'm in for some trouble here. And then after, when I watched it with, like, the second time with the uh, everyone watching it on live TV, I was, it was brutal for me to watch. I'm not gonna lie, it, it was it was hard for me to see myself like that and see myself. I because I felt like I was projecting in that moment a little bit. Did you know? And I'm curious if you did either, Andrew. Did you know what gaslighting was before that? No, no idea. No, I didn't know what I, that meant. I, I, no. I really didn't. And I, I still and, don't know what it means. Really. Uh, yeah, I, I felt like people like were tossing around that word, and I and here I am, like I'm like tr- truly trying to understand like what people were trying to say, like you know, really manipulating her mindset, and I that's the furthest thing from what I was trying to do. I, yeah, I wasn't communicating properly at all in that moment, but I I felt like it would have been manipulative if I stayed after that, after like. I walked outside and made her, you know, talk to me outside. I, I felt, I feel like it would have, that would have been manipulative mm-hmm. of me. Mm. I'm not trying to justify it, but right. I, I, I still, I, th- I think I'm, like we both are. I think that was like the first time I was really like hearing that term, gaslighting, and people were just like throwing it out left and right. And then she posted on her story, and I was like, shit. <laughs> like there were just yeah. an influx of like thousands of yeah. messages coming at me. Right. Um, it, it was pretty tough. So but, I, I've, I've done my research. <laughs> but now knowing what gaslighting is, like you were not like, oh, shit, this sounds like what I'm doing. You were like, this was not my intention. Not at all. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, not, not even a sliver of my intention was to gaslight her at all. <laughs> it's interesting because gaslighting is like a very real thing. And like to go over the definition again, it's like making someone think that they're go like that they're crazy when they have a suspicion or belief or thought mm-hmm. that is true but like just like making them think it's not or whatever and it's interesting it usually comes from like a narcissist i mean i don't know you that well but it doesn't seem like you're a narcissist but i would have to uh, i don't know i don't know that for a fact but it seems like this gaslighting term which i do agree with like it's no one's ever maybe people are right but for the most part a lot of people gaslight without knowing that they're gaslighting so I think that is like a more innocent version of it versus someone who's intentionally let's say cheating on you Mm -hmm. and you're like "Mm, I think you're pretty close with your coworker, and they're like what are you talking about you're insane like that's direct gaslighting that like they know exactly what they're Mm -hmm. doing okay and then my last question on that matter is 
you left, you're watching the show. To me, I was like, oh my God, like Katie was, first of all, choosing this guy. Yeah. Second of all, like she's obsessed with this guy. She's so in love with him. It's crazy if like now, now he must see that now that he's left, right? And then I felt like she was really going through the motions of just pretending to be in love with whoever was left and be with them. And now, if, I, if I'm if i correct, she's not with that person anymore. She's with someone else. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Did you agree when you left that she was like, that you were like, oh, damn, she was actually so into me? Did I think that she was into me? I mean, mm-hmm. I... I at least I like to think on my end, the feelings that we had were real. But I just truly believe that she had stronger feelings for uh, Blake, who ended up getting engaged to her after. Um, yeah, I mean, I felt like, I, I mean, I was even calling producers after. I was DMing, like, Caitlin Bristow. She did, like, nobody was answering me, but I was like, is is she with him, you know? Did like they end up together? Is she coming back to New Jersey? I was calling producers left and right because I was I was t- also telling my family. I'm like, she, guys, I think there's a better chance than not because let me tell you, it's like very real between us. And I think that, you know, they can give me a call and like I could either she's going to come to New Jersey, I'll go back to New Mexico. I don't care what it takes. But yeah. What, what was what was the second question? Well, I just think that, I don't know, I, I I could be so off, but mm-hmm. but it felt to me like she was like oh. heartbroken from you, and that's the reason that she went with the guy. Like you were her top choice in my mind, right? And I'm curious if Andrew agrees. And then I felt like she just like scrambled to get engaged or whatever, because that's like the ending that the show needed. But I did I not think it was Blake. It, it's it's hard to get engaged just to get engaged. Yeah. Not on The Bachelor. <laughs> I guess so. I think it was always Blake, but I feel like she wanted to explore more and to see if it was you. But I think, like, she already had that pre, you know, feelings for, break, for Blake that she knew that this could actually work. I think she was still kind of fishing to see if this just is, like, a, a lust thing or whatever, like, a crush that she had, like, with mm. Greg and actually could make it work in the outside world. So... I definitely think she wanted you to go at least top two and then um, decide from there. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I know she was infatuated with you, but I felt like she's the same way with Blake as well. So, But if that's true, then why isn't she with Blake anymore? <laughs> I mean, I, I think they, they had a tough situation. Like I said, I think before, there was a long-distance relationship thing. Like He was in Africa. That's not easy. And mm-hmm. just after being on the show where you can't see each other for a while uh, because of airing, you don't want to spoil the season. So, like, there were just not enough, enough opportunities to be with each other, I feel. In my in my book, that'd be, that leads to bad things to, in my eyes. But don't you feel like if you really want to be with someone, like, I, I just feel like some, like, celebrities sometimes will break up and they'll be like, oh, scheduling conflict. And it's like, <laughs> scheduling conflict for your yeah. relationship? Like, nah. Like, you'll make it work. You'll yeah, find and, and that, each and I, other. I wouldn't say that's on Katie. I think that's on both parts. I don't. I, I think both of them should have decided to be with each other through, I mean, at least a couple months before deciding to make such a big leap away from each other. But Yeah. I mean, we figured that out on my end. Between her and I, if we made it to that point, she— told me she was going to come right to New York, which was huge for me. She, that that was the biggest thing for me because she understood how important family was to me. And she was like, I would never make you leave your mom. Mm-hmm. And that really, really made me invested in her. And I was like, I could totally see this with her. Yeah. Yeah. 
last thing on that, watching the conversation back, were you like, this is this is exactly what I would have said if I could just like rewrite it a little bit? The breakup? The the breakup and also when you came on like the after show. No. <laughs> There's nothing you would have said oh, differently? Oh, no, no, no. I, I would have, I, was, I think I would have done a lot differently. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Probably not say Meryl Streep. Huh? <laughs> no, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm, I wish I was Meryl Streep. I, I'll, I'll stick to that. No, I... Uh, I would have definitely tried to have more patience and uh, I mean, there, there's nothing I feel like I could have done differently on uh, the couch other than deliver my apology better towards her. And when Caitlin and Tasia first asked me, like, do I have any regrets? I was, <laughs> it was tough because I was saying like, oh, I, I try to live my life like no regrets. And I always like say, oh, everything happens for a reason and it'll play out the way it's supposed to. I was trying to like say, no, she's happy. She's with someone. I wasn't meaning like, oh, no, I didn't have any regrets of how the delivery went or anything like that. But also here's the thing. I mean, after our hometown date and I mean, I was in a fetal position back in my uh, hotel room for about 48 hours. Producers kept on having to like get me because she used to tell me like her pool time and I used to just sneak out. And, like, wait by the fence to see if, like, I can, like, you know, get a hold of her. You know? What do you mean yeah. her pool time? all the tricks. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, my God. I was doing everything. What's and pool I was, time? I was going nuts. And, like, they, they had somebody walking the uh, hallways, too, because they thought that I was going to go to her room. Oh, across. that's hilarious. I, I was honestly about to go on a mission and try to talk to her. What is pool time? That's, uh, like, downtime? She, yeah, she was just, like, having her downtime and yeah, yeah, yeah. away from, like, you know, being the— whatever the bachelorette right. and she would be able to just like chill by the pool for like an hour. She told me the times that she would go, but I don't think she let her, they let her go during those times. Cause we're always mic'd up. So they heard her tell me, I guess. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Rough. There's something really sexy to me about the holidays and about Christmas. Like maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just like weirdly in, maybe I have a Santa fetish. I don't know. But like, I'm thinking about like the the movie, The Holiday and like things like that. It's like, you know, like Christmas is here and you go to your hometown and like you meet this hottie and like their dress is an elf, not the elf thing, but you know, there's something sexy about it. And like, whether your fantasy is like a hometown thing or like a house swap or you're on vacation with your family and you run into someone and you have sex on a golf cart. I may or may not have done that in the past. Anyway, like it's really hot to listen to these stories and to like really get into it. And just because you might be home for Christmas or freezing cold for Christmas doesn't mean that you shouldn't orgasm. Like that is the key to happiness. It's the key. It relieves my cramps. It helps me sleep better. It puts me in a better mood. It gets a little sweat in. Like it burns calories, you know? And I want you to have that experience because I get to do it all the time and I love it. And even if you're in a relationship, you can still masturbate. Like there are no rules. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash Acme, they're amazing audio stories. Dipsy is an audio app and it's like full of these short, sexy stories that their point is to turn you on. Like you're supposed to be masturbating, listening to these stories. So no matter where you are, you have something to get off to and to feel better. There's 30 days 
of free access when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Acme. That's dipsystories.com slash Acme. Check it out. Look for that hometown hottie story. Or maybe it's like, maybe you have like a fantasy of like sleeping with someone right before their wedding day. Whatever you're into, it's all sex positive. All these stories are inclusive and they're created with women in mind because your pleasure matters. So check it out, dipsystories.com slash Acme. I never knew how much the 50s and 70s and 60s and whatever would be back. And they really are back in terms of unitards. Like I look back on all these like 70s workout outfits and I'm like, I can't believe they wore that. And now I'm like, I can't believe this is back. I'm so happy. And it's just amazing because Girlfriend Collective makes the best unitards and like onesies. I don't know. Are they still even called unitards? And they also make the most amazing sets. What I love about Girlfriend Collective is that they have all sizes. They include every single person from like extra, extra small to extra, extra, extra large, like all of the sizes. And there's no one that isn't welcome to wear their clothes, which is such a beautiful thing. And they're just also really sustainable, ethically made. So you feel really good about it. And... Did I mention that they have like a whole program? It's called like a garment take back program, re-girlfriend. So once you're done like loving and wearing your pieces, you can actually send them back and they're upcycled into new girlfriend gear, which is so cool because that's like giving back and buying at the same time. For listeners of We Met at Acme, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash Acme. It's the holidays. Get yourself a cute outfit so that you have some motivation to move your body. Whether you're going on a run, going to Pilates, yoga, whatever it is you like, you'll get $25 off your $100 or more purchase when you go to girlfriend.com slash Acme. That's girlfriend.com slash Acme. And it's not just workout stuff. Like they have all really cute things. So like tees, swimsuits, tanks, um, regular shorts. So check it out. Okay. I lied. There's one more question about that. (laughs) If Katie called you today and she was like, Greg, like I, I'm not going to lie. Like I I can't stop thinking about you. And Mm -hmm. like, I want to give this another shot. Uh, chapters closed. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I don't mean that in any harsh way, but just, I've, I'm just at another point in my life and, uh, I don't think we're right for each other anyway. Mm. Wow. What about you, Andrea? She called you. Yeah. I have to piggyback right that. I, I just, you know, I think we're just on different paths and, you know, obviously, um, she's got a man right now. So I think she's doing very that well. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Wow, so much, so much to unpack there. Um, since the show, you said that you are not dating right now, but the show is a bit ago now. Have you dated? Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. What, what about you, Andrew? No, I haven't actually. Really? Um, it's very tough for me. I don't know what it is. I'll you know, set I, you up. Yeah, I, I, I would love that. I, I'm, I'm kind of just looking for the right one. I've gone maybe on a couple dates, but not like a. I don't know it was one time, maybe a couple drinks, and then we. We just say, "Oh, that was nice," and then we—I didn't talk to her again. So, uh, nothing like really concrete. Like I've just been very selective, and like I know what I'm looking for, 
And because obviously from the show, like it taught you a lot about what you're looking for in a woman. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking to get married. Uh, There's gonna so. be a special lady who ever sweeps. Oh, to yeah. get married yeah, at 26. I don't believe in that age thing. I think that's just ridiculous. He, he really doesn't. Me and him talk about yeah. it all the time. He's he's legit ready. He yeah. is. He is. So everyone will like, you know, everyone wants to say this or that about uh, age. And, you know, I, I, this has been the biggest goal of mine my whole life is to become a good father. So, I mean, uh, and, and husband. So, like, that's, you know, when you prioritize things that way, uh, you have a different outlook on it. So how do we qualify that person, right? Like, what are the qualities that you're looking for in that wife, let's say? I, honestly, right off the jump, it's just, you know, someone I can create sparks with. I'm a sparks guy over check boxes guy. Uh, you know, a lot of people want to be like, oh, he, she does this, she does that. She, I mean, that'll come after we have the romance. I feel like having that fire, that passion for each other is one of the things I'm looking for. And after that, if she also has the humor that can combat with my humor and, and then just being like a good person is intelligent and knows exactly what she wants and not what I want, you know, wants to live her life as well. Mm -hmm. But we come together mm. on that. You know, I, I want her to be able to be her own self, have her own thoughts, have her own whatever she wants to do. That's what she wants to do. You know what I mean? It doesn't have yeah. to be piggybacked off me and we can just meet in the middle, a little compromise. So, yeah, I just want her to completely be her, but also love to be with me and want to be with me, not have to or need. Right? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. And I feel like that's a lot of the advice that I give to our female listeners is like, don't kind of give up your own stuff when right. you start dating. Like that's the worst case scenario because um, then you lose yourself and like you're only about this guy. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want that. I want someone to be, you know, driven for something that they want to accomplish. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'll be their biggest supporter. For sure. And that's exactly what I look forward to doing. So you're looking for the wife, Greg. <laughs> Sounds like you're not. I wouldn't say that at all. You know, I, I definitely am going to take my time. But, you know, I'm the youngest of four. Everyone's married with uh, going on. I have eight nieces and nephews now. Yeah, trust me. I mean, I'm I'm getting there. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty ready. I mean, that's why I feel like especially after post-show, uh, I wasn't just going on. You know, we've kind of kept it relatively private and, you know, really being careful about, you know, exactly. who— we give our time and energy to because mm -hmm. we are genuinely genuinely looking for something mm -hmm. real. Have you ever ghosted somebody, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say uh, I haven't. Yeah, there's definitely been times in my past where I've ghosted, yeah. Can you tell me why, like what's a reason that you would ghost? So can you also explain this to me? Yeah. I, I guess for me because I'm, I'm thinking back at a time where maybe it was just like, we got drinks one night or a couple yeah. beers, and we just didn't ch text each other after. There's just no messages after that. So are you saying, is that a mutual ghost? Yeah. Is that like a mutual ghost? Um, I would say that's a mutual ghost. Yeah. Yeah. But not really. I would, I would probably blame—did you initiate that date? Hmm. No, I mean, what's coming to mind is usually like, I went on— I feel like a few hinge dates yeah. and the it just wasn't there and neither of us could feel it. And we just yeah. like, or even like a mutual setup, Sure, you know, a after it, I was like, Hey, I had so much fun. Maybe we'll run each into each other again sometime. And there's just like no messages after that. Yeah. It was never like, by the way, I'm not interested in you or like seeing right, like right, right. anything after. It's just like, it was like, you know, it was great meeting you. And then 
I, I would say it's a it's not a fully mutual ghost because mm-hmm. like for me when I go out with a guy like they're in pursuit of me so if they they cease to pursue me then I would feel ghosted not ghosted but like rejected at least because like I don't know how I would have reacted if you did send that text after right mm-hmm. and you were like had a good time what are you doing next week maybe as the girl in that situation I would be like yeah that sounds great but because you didn't. Um, I felt maybe like rejected and didn't reach out. So it's like, it's not a full ghost, Mm -hmm. but it's not, not a ghost. Hear you. (laughs) Are you guys done with Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff? Or is there some stuff happening in the future? I wouldn't say we're done. I think we've had, you know, pretty good experiences other than like what happened at the last end. But no, we're really close with the producers. I think they're really cool. I think everyone there, you know, they have our best interest and if there's something that they want to do with us I'm sure we wouldn't you know shy away from doing it but uh, we have nothing planned right now yeah I mean I'm I'm not focusing uh one bit on the show at all I'm uh focusing you know just on like I said I've been going revisiting therapy focusing on myself haven't been working out recently I just started again thank god um getting back in the gym it's good Uh, for the mental health yeah exactly and you know what yeah been on a a few dates and seeing where that goes. Okay. Yeah. Give me your biggest turn on and your biggest turn off. It's <laughs> a good question. I <laughs> I feel like I have a couple turn offs. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, man, if you really, I think, serious, serious, like on, like dancing in front of the camera on TikTok, I feel like that's kind of like a, <laughs> Wow, I'm personally offended. <laughs> personally offended. Like, I'm not like if you're that. breaking like one of like these, like I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're like full on serious, and if you're not like just making like having fun, it, it, yeah. I'm, what I'm most attracted to is somebody that doesn't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, yes, if you're dancing in front of it, but then you're also laughing at yourself, and right, like, right, it comes fair. off in a joking way. Totally, I think that's hot. Yeah. But when you're like, well, I'm going to turn on these guys. <laughs> or, like, you know on. what? It's really hard to remember all the moves and remember to smile sometimes so like totally, but totally. I hear you I hear you okay yeah. okay that sounded like you had a few um I, I just want somebody that doesn't take life too seriously you know being able to joke being able to you know be silly and dance together at weddings and not care who's watching I just want to have fun with my person and somebody that you know taking care of yourself is obviously really important but Man, sometimes I roll up out of bed with just, you know, sweats on half the time. You know, I, I just want to kick it with someone. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You know, I I, I want to be able to hang out. And, and I want the person, my partner who I'm with, to be able to, like, let loose like that from time to time. And just, you know, it, it's all about not taking things too seriously for me. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Andrew? I know you mentioned the having your own life. I would say not allowing friends me to hang out with friends i think that is the worst what that's or just psychotic like, or like just always you know just really too up on each other sometimes. yeah, yeah like i'm yeah. a very lovey-dovey person but i'm also like go hang out with your friends yeah um so if i've neglected that that's a turn off yeah but a uh, turn on i would say is how uh, a, a woman carries herself mm-hmm. i think that is just like it doesn't matter what she looks like. If you can just like see the exuding like confidence as she like walks in a room, you're like, oh, oh yeah, wow. totally. Oh, it's like the biggest turn on. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. the biggest turn on. Yeah. What, Greg, is uh, something that you had a realization about in therapy? Mm. <coughs> I don't have COVID. I promise. No, all good. 
that's a that's a big question. Hmm. Or just something you were like, oh shit, that's an aha moment. Or you know, I think the biggest thing is that everyone's experiencing life through their own lens. And I try to take time now of just understanding that everyone has their own way of looking at things and try not to come at it through a judgmental point of view, but appreciate people's opinions more. You know, different opinions is not a negative thing. And that's what I'm trying to learn most is, you know, not trying to change people's opinions either. It's... It, You're dropping fire right now. Like, like, that's that's very you. factual. It's, that's because, you know, you get in this world, like, you, you look at everything that people write. It's like, uh, no, no, it's this way. No, yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 there's too many people that, you know, put it on you about, like, how you're supposed to look at things. Yeah. And everyone's been in life differently. You know, I, how is somebody going to tell, like, my experience, you know, is different, it should, should be this way or, exactly. you know, it's. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think just all learning from one another. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend who has this theory about guys, you know, guys who date women. And her theory is basically that your mind is already made up. Like you have these, there's these boxes, right? There's like the hookup box, the girlfriend box, the the wife box, or maybe those two are the same box. Mm -hmm. And you know what box this person's going to be in like from the beginning. Prior, right off the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat. That's facts. It that, is. That's a factual what? statement. Yeah. I, I <laughs> don't be, think so. But there yeah, will be some us. instances where it'll flip and like they'll 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 change it. But like prior to, like I'll know like off the bat, like I don't think that person's for me. We don't seem like we're gonna mesh well. I'll probably put her in this, then this, then that. It's it's I mean, I don't wanna be like that, but that's kind of how you're just like kind of mm-hmm. built since you were younger. What are the instances that it flips? Like unplanned, like spontaneous things that happen. Like like I said, sparks over check boxes. Right. So if I get sparks and like something happens between us that I, that didn't go as planned, yep. and I didn't see that. But how are you judging that right off the bat, though? Like, okay, I'm gonna go on a date with this girl, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like off the bat, I, I can't judge it. I thought you just said you, you could. No, I'm saying the the spark. I can't uh, judge it off the uh, bat. Like it has to happen. Mm. Like off the jump. So you're saying like if you don't connect with someone, you'll hook yes. up with them still. Yes, if I if I deem them like this person, like to get married, it's not just about looks. Yeah, like you can hook up with someone that looks good, but at the same time, like you just can't marry them because you know you wouldn't get along with them very well. Right, right. So right. that's what I mean when I say that. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know you just putting people in a category just for no reason. Like it's, there's like a real reason for it because you just know that's just not my person. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've I've done that. I'm not gonna lie. I, I know a lot of men who do that. I think it's it's a very factual thing. Yeah. But Greg, you disagreed about labeling what it's gonna be yeah. prior. Yeah. I mean, I don't have. I wouldn't consider my. I, don't, I wouldn't have a physical type. I would say. So that's very hard for me to do. I I like to really feed feel the person's energy. I. It's hard not to do being like, okay, this is going to be. I'm totally going into this, and I want a relationship. I, mm-hmm. That's that's almost impossible for me to do because, you know, I I've had so many instances where I've I'm like, this person's so attractive, like I cannot wait to go on so many dates, and I've walked in and like the energy just sucked, and mm-hmm. the date. Was that's just, what I mean. And, and, but you would still hook up with that girl. Uh, I I don't know if I would. Oh, yeah, I don't come know on. if I would. You know, I I don't know if I would. I it's especially sex for me is the best when it's you're in love. Yeah, not only when, when 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 you guys are on the same wavelength. That's when it's the best sex to me. I I don't I like hooking up with 
you know, a rando when it's just not there. Because then the sex is going to be bad. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like that. Right. So yeah. you guys, how, like, where do you f- land on the whole friends with benefits thing? I think that's almost impossible. To- yeah, you're either going <laughs> to, see, that's, so that's where in, like, friends with benefits when, like, it gets, like, to something serious or it didn't work, like, you guys catch feelings. That's that spontaneous spark that happens from, you know, she was in maybe in this box and you guys were just friends and you didn't see anything more and then, boom, something snaps. That's what I mean, like, by those. Because that's right. happened to me before. Yeah. Um, where you thought you guys were just friends and then maybe you do this and you didn't even think this was going to happen and the next you know, you're here. But, like, going into something pre, like, early, you just, you kind of have, like, a kind of no replacement. Are, are you allowed to sleep together with friends? Like, I'm saying, yeah, are, are you allowed to spend— Yeah, that's the benefit. Are you allowed to yeah. spend, spend the, the night? I'm saying spend the night together after you— yeah. Hook up. Yeah. See, that's where I think it gets it gets weird. You know? I mean, it's, I wouldn't with a friend with benefits, but like, but then you're just do. like peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah peace <laughs> because it's an I, arrangement. I, I, I like, think it all just it depends on what job, your pal. actions. I mean, if you're going in there cuddling right after, I mean, maybe that's you're you're going see, a little that, That's see, that's weird. There shouldn't be cuddling with friends with benefits. Like, exactly. there's got to be cuddling and that's guidelines. Things are gonna change. Yeah, like. Yeah. I had a very functional friend with benefits for for years, and okay. we continued to follow the rules. But also, I think the reason that it worked is because, like, he would have dated me, but I wouldn't have. And I feel like if it were reverse and it was, like, the girl that was had the feelings, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked. Right. Right. I totally so hear that's, that. So that's a friend with benefits rule. Wow. <laughs> okay. What is your ideal question, date night? Both of you. So first date or, or just in— I guess, like, while you're dating now, you've been on a few— what are you doing? I'm going to say something that's going to be, I love double dates. Mm. So like if I had a girl and like she'd want to go out with, you know, Greg and his girl, that'd be the best ever. Cause then it's not, there's that awkward phase that gets that'd be thrown so out. Fun. That'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. We get to be fun. able to just like kick it and have fun. And then yeah. next thing you know, like there could be separate conversations that happen. He takes this girl and have a conversation, but we're still had a good fun day. It, it wasn't forced conversational. What are you looking for later in life? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen. It just, gradually like happens mm-hmm. like you know going throughout the night so you would go on a double date early going on a double date oh, early like early yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah hell yeah even yeah. a first date first oh, date no, first no, date. no. Oh, absolutely that's absurd no, no you, that's, that's that's it's so out of the box that exactly. I think it's fun I love that. I love being uncomfortable <laughs> I love that I love yeah. I, I will say you grow in the un- in uncomfortability but I like, what if you and your date are not vibing at all? I think, I and think they're vibing. He would pull that out of me then, and yes. I would also be like, "Hey, that's what I'm hey, so and so, can you tell me exactly your friends? You know, biggest. What, what do you think yeah, their their right. best their best traits then are? I'm, and then I, I feel like the, the con- we would do a good still job. Make it yeah. Conversation, yeah. How'd you, guys meet? Or, you know, what? you just get like cross platform yeah, talking, fair, and fair. that's neat. That's cross good. platform. But what if you're do you then cross platform? And then we find out we like the yes, other. Yes. And it's well, we all switch We're even a better story. <laughs> that's, true. Be that's, that. true. Yeah. that's true. That's true. That's true. All right. We got right, to my, <laughs> my ideal date night, though, is I love staying in. And if, and mm. if me and the person are totally vibing, I love to I agree. You know, ha- have them over. Wine. Wine um, in a movie. Wine, movie. 
And I mean, I'm ordering burritos, Ooh. queso, and chips. Wow. I mean, really? I'm, it sounds ow. a little gassy. Oh, God, wow. <laughs> sounds a little gassy I, I for hope, a night I in. You know, right? with I hope they're not. Yeah. I hope they're not feeling that. I mean, <laughs> here I am. Just sounds like it. you're setting them up to, you know what? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's not a good. That's not. Would a good you combo. be okay with that though? Like you got the burritos and whatever, and like uh-huh. like your new girl, like. You know, she like let, let her rip, you I'm, know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew gets it. Andrew gets it. Would you be okay with her? Oh, no, I heard you. I was just oh. messing with you. <laughs> I, I heard you. I'm sorry. What? So, so are you trying to say that that doesn't happen because girls don't do that? No, I'm not saying that at all. I know they do that. I know we all mm-hmm. do that. Um, but man, I, hey, I, I, don't want, I, I don't want her just lifting up her cheeks and just, you know, letting, <laughs> it, letting them rip yeah. on me. I'm so like, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> 90% of all guys on a date have have to fart. Yeah, oh, of course. The whole Everyone. night. The whole night. I, I've, like, my, my, as soon as I leave, as soon as we leave like, the house. Yeah, oh, my stomach. God. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? That, that, that says something that you hold it in. Yeah. You know what? That says something. You put something. those burritos you're a gentleman. in my belly. Uh-huh. Ain't no you way. You, you damn exactly. gentleman, you. you. No, yeah. there's, like, some show. I forget what it is, but the guy, like, puts puts the girl in the elevator and the elevator closes and he just makes like the biggest, most disgusting part the second the oh, elevator God. closes. Actually, yeah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, bro, come on. Oh, you're going to tell us a story come about on, when dude. you did that? <laughs> come um, on, dude. Oh, that actually uh, makes me think of a fun question. Farting on The Bachelor, like, had you, do you ever fart when you're mic'd up? Like, what happened? Did I, they cut I was, it for you? <laughs> I was joking with everyone. Like, I'd, I had said a story where I farted on uh, Connor B. Yeah. You remember? Um, I don't remember that, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we're fairly I, open. We're all yeah. guys. I mean, yeah, yeah. But usually, I ain't gonna lie to you. This is a a trick for them to turn your mic down. Oh, we'd go. Oh, I gotta go take a number two, and then you like they'll mm-hmm. turn you down because they don't oh, want to. That's hilarious. But also, also, I don't think people were really. I liked farting in in the beginning because everyone kind of had like everyone was like a shell of themselves because right. you know here you are with you know. 28 other men everyone's like trying to act like the head honcho uh-huh. and then I just like sit down and just be like <laughs> I would just rip one <laughs> I felt like it kind of let everyone's wall down a little bit this yeah, is yeah. why everyone was like oh Greg he's such a quiet sad guy no way this dude was not like that uh, also, really also I've been called sad my whole entire life I literally we gotta look into that a little bit I I I I would stand at parties in college and people would just be like, why are you saying? Wh- why? What? What's wrong? I think you have like, resting sad face. Thank you. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> you do. Tell, tell me now. No, because yeah. when I saw you at the reason that Greg and I connected, I, I mm-hmm. saw him at the Charlie Puth concert and mm-hmm. I went over to him. But I remember him having resting sad face. That's so interesting. Yeah. 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 Like, I was going to ask if you were okay. <laughs> people- I actually have a photo of him super happy. <laughs> Don't you dare, dude. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I want to see it. It's my least favorite photo. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be sh- I, 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 I hate you right now. <laughs> um, that's really funny. Uh, resting sad face. Wow, I've never heard of that. Okay, we're going to do some fun rapid fire poll questions. Right, do it. Okay. If you're planning your party at a bar, should you pay for everything or like your friends pay for their own stuff? Um, if, I if, should, I would look into getting it comped yeah. or mm. I'm going to pay majority of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you got, if you if yeah. you're, if you're the one that's saying, oh, let's do it here. You got to throw down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Most people can't get it comped, you know, cause they're not you. So it's <laughs> very true. That's, that's uh, un- I mean, not relatable. Usually you just split maybe no, if you get yeah, a table yeah, yeah. or something like that. 100%. Have you ever stopped seeing someone because you thought they were out of your league? Gosh, no. Um, I don't think I stopped seeing them. I think they stopped seeing me. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I feel like I've been in 
situations where I just wasn't myself in the beginning because I was like, oh my I just, God, I can't believe I did this. <laughs> uh-huh. look, look at my life. Yeah. But like you, know. you never stop. And I feel like that's such like a classic guy ending it excuse. Like, oh no, you're out of my league. Like I have, n- what idiot would do that? I can't believe I mean, they'd be would- lying, right? Like they're oh. trying to end it with you and be nice and make you feel good after it, right? So they're like, they don't want to be the bad guy. So they're like, it's just, you're you're too good for me. I'm not. You know, I'm not on your level. I've never done that. Yeah. I've never even heard that before. Yeah, if, if I've heard, I'm it. not letting Have someone you? go if they're that great. <laughs> I've heard it. Is it okay? Back to the farting. Last farting oh, question. Um, is it more embarrassing to have a loud fart or a smelly? No, but like it, silent. It, nope, gotta one. go loud because it's so embarrassing if it's silent and then smelly, and the you you and yeah. the person are just sitting there like <laughs> you have to address it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair. Mm. That's tough. Like one time, I was, really one, tough. one time I was in the car and uh, I was actually, I was, I was on a date and we're driving to uh, the restaurant. All of a sudden the car stunk. And I think we were passing, like we're in oh, Jersey no. and we were passing like a, like a sewage yeah, swamp yeah, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, by the way, I feel like I just have to say this, like that, this smell that you're smelling, is, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not me. <laughs> I know exactly yeah. where you were yeah. when that happened because yeah. it always smells on the way back. Right. That's hilarious. Yeah, I feel lucky because not that you asked or wanted to know, but mine are usually loud but not smelly. Oh, well, you know, good for and you. It could good. go. It could go. Thank Sounds, you so much. Kind of, they're a lot better. Very much. So Greg was walking the other day and he ripped one. He was like, "Oh, the ducks are flying low. <laughs> ducks are flying low this season." Like, Does that mean that it was like almost a shard or something? No, it no. sounds like a little. Like oh, a, like the ducks! I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. When my fiance does it, when he's sitting at his desk, he he's like, "The floorboards are so crazy." <laughs> well, That's a great. Well, last night when I farted, I was like, who's there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you save, uh, when do you save a dating app matches number? After meeting for the first time or not until like it's serious? I think you got to go, uh, I mean, there's a lot of first dates that can go well. I mean, I think it's telling if you go on a second or second date with them and you're like, wow, that was another awesome one. Mm. Then I feel like you got to save the number in there. You know, everyone usually, oh, I don't, I'm never on this app. Text me. <laughs> That's like the number one line. So I usually just get their number off the app so I don't have to keep like logging on and checking to see read the whatever. I don't know. I'd rather get their number right off the way. No, but yeah. when do you yeah. save it? When do you put their name in? Yeah. Oh, I still don't put no people's names in. So <laughs> <laughs> There's something like very sexy about getting a text from a number that you I don't agree. have saved in I your love phone. That. I agree. Like it's, it's so mysterious. Like, it's like, who is this? Who, I don't know. What am I doing? Yeah. And then like you start to like if it's you if you do person. keep texting, like you start to recognize them from like the like 917 and you're like, ooh. Have well, you guys the worst ever, part is not knowing is still not knowing who the person is. Have you guys ever been catfished? I have not been catfished, but I've been height fished. Oh, wow. That yeah. stinks. Yeah, that yeah it's a bummer. Fun. It's a um, bummer. I, I think I've been catfished a couple times. So have I. So have I. Well, it's just, you know, people are really good at, you know, fixing in their posture. Well, that's why I tell and, girls, like, you're not allowed to put edited photos on dating apps with, like, the filters. That's and the... that's my That was my biggest turnoff. That's yeah. what it was. Snapchat filters with, like, the dog uh, like, or the stars that, that's, on a dating that's, profile. That's my, I think that's my biggest what turnoff. That's my biggest that? turnoff. That's awful. When, when you have a... Snapchat filter? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Just like, uh, <laughs> you can tell right what away, too. Uh-huh. You really can. Wow. Can't believe I didn't think of that one. Okay. A guy you're dating, so like, let's say you in this scenario, tells you that he drunk. So you tell this girl that you're seeing, but not like official with, right? That you drunkenly made out with one of, like, with another girl. Wow. Because 
this is weird. It doesn't really make sense now reading it back. But because you have feelings for this girl, so you're telling them because you have feelings for them that you made out with someone else. Following? That is the that's oh, a I, that's a fuckboy comment if I've ever heard. Oh. One. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that means. That, that's, um, why would anyone ever? I I thought it was like you told like it's the beginning stages and you made out with someone else and be like by the way like I'm interested in someone else like I thought oh, that's no, opposite. Oh. Yeah. You told the person you're interested in. That I made, you out, made with out with someone, someone else. because I'm interested in you. Yeah, exactly. What the hell does that mean? That <laughs> is gaslighting. That's gaslighting. What does that, that mean? It's like you're putting the blame on her. <laughs> I think you it's did gaslighting. This to me. Oh, for sure. Okay, if your friends don't like your significant other, can that ever change? Red flag. Bad. That's bad. That's mm. bad. Red flag. That's mm. bad. Bad. That bad. is like ninety percent. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a big double date guy yeah and it goes further from there i'm a big game night guy so like that's me my friends and their girlfriends and we just all kind of and we go out together on the weekends as well so Mm -hmm. red flag but do you tell them yes tell them that my friends don't like them yeah yeah no 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 no. do do tell (laughs) do you tell your friend if you don't like their significant other oh yeah you you kind of have to like like if if andrew if if he was bringing around somebody that i just i'm like (laughs) Dude, I was you gonna get rid of yeah. her. Yeah. I, I, I'd be like, "Come on, man! I, I don't know. I'm seeing something." Tri- I'm still know. laughing, imagining if you told someone you're dating that your friends don't like them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that'd be the <laughs> most savage That's thing in the so, world. That my friends so- say you're not all that. No. <laughs> yeah. I, it, by it the was, way, my friends—they met you the other. They hated you. They hated it, you. it was brutal. It was years ago when I was in college. I brought. I feel like I actually can't say. No, it. say it. Say it. <laughs> I brought somebody on a, at a wedding, and oh. it was uh, all of my friends. They didn't. They didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. My friends, and then my yeah. It was. They just didn't vibe. Yeah, but I, I have to tell you guys. Like, it sounds like yeah. You should tell them. Once you get to a certain age, like you know, like I don't know, twenty nine and up, you can't tell them because, like, for all you know, they're gonna marry this person. Oh, I know. And then they're going to cut you out because they know how you feel. That's that's like actually one of my biggest fears. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I, I'm so close with my friends. Like they are my, they become my brothers. And I have a lot of women friends that are like my, like, I'm like, you're going to be standing up at my wedding. I don't, you're going to be wearing a tux. Like, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. but I have to, I mean, like we're going to be friends like forever. Uh, like I don't, I don't want to have like that dip where like, oh, we're too old to do this. Mm. I think that everyone should find time to make time with friends. You know, I think that's important. I know, obviously, when you have kids and whatever, things are going to be a lot more hectic. Have kids, we're going to bring our kids together. <laughs> like, that's kind of my mindset with it. But I think it's so important for your friends to like your significant other and for you to like theirs or life's just going to be really boring. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah. All right. Last thing we're going to do, and then I'm going to ask you guys for a quote or piece of advice to start brewing. Greg, a lot of people have requested that I do a small reading where I kind of look up your Zodiac chart, right? Your Let's do it. Chart. I love that. Do you know what time you were born? Uh, fuck. I want to say it's, because uh, I've been asked this, I want to say it's, <laughs> uh, I want to say it's 417 AM. That's so funny because when, because there's some meme that's like, if he knows his birth time, he's a fuck boy. Oh God. <laughs> um, okay. June 5th? Yep. 1993. Okay. Wow. Why did I not know that? That was 13. and it's four seventeen a.m. Four nineteen. Four nineteen. And yep. where were you born? New Brunswick, New Jersey. Okay. Everybody listening, the truth has come out. I love this shit. Sometimes it's like pretty trippy. It's trippy. On it can be. It's trippy. Okay, you're Taurus rising, okay. and you're a Sagittarius moon. For anyone listening, I'm just going to read the chart and then I'll get into it. Cancer, Mercury, 
Venus in Aries makes so much sense for why you left the show. Oh boy. <laughs> Mars and Leo, Jupiter and Libra. Anyway, okay. So you are a Taurus rising, which means that you come off hardworking and dependable mm-hmm. and you have an appreciation for beauty and self-care. Okay. Which is probably why you like a night in, yeah. lots of nights in. Your moon is in Sagittarius. So this is actually the same placement as my fiance. So I know it quite well. Very childlike at heart, which is why you need somebody that doesn't take themselves too seriously. Because like you're always laughing. It's funny that you have resting sad face because Sagittarius moons are like the happiest, go luckiest people. Mm -hmm. So it is funny. But I will say you're a Gemini sun. So Geminis, you probably have grown up knowing that Geminis are like, two-faced oh, yeah, or um, you get a bad rep. and But but the good part about Gemini is they're very smart right. and they're very like street smart and not like, n- not not book smart, but I more, would consider myself more street smart than book yeah, smart. Fair. Yeah, fair. Um, and easily bored. Oh, yeah. Super like restless in that way. Like to be communicating at all times, whether it's like with a friend or like, you know, on yeah. apps and whatever. But Sagittarius is the opposite of Gemini. And that's your moon sign. And your moon is your emotional self. So even though you are technically a Gemini, deep down, you're a Sagittarius, which is the complete opposite of a Gemini. Wow. So you're the opposite of what people think that you are, which is very interesting. Interesting. I love yeah. that. Very that, deep. And and so I'll, I'll quickly tell you, your Venus is in Aries and your Venus is how you love. Aries is very direct and spontaneous, which is why you spontaneously made that Shit, decision so to get the fuck out of there. So me. You needed that directness. You needed it. Mm-hmm. Like Aries' biggest thing is like, they the thing they hate more than anything else is being ignored. Yeah. And you felt like you were being ignored. Ooh. Ooh. All right, Andrew, did you get the time? Oh, shit. <laughs> My sister says it was 11.30 a.m. I'm very impressed that your sister knows that. My sister yeah, has sis. no idea My sister's what time I was like born. The, she's like, she, she's practicing my mom as well. Also, <laughs> also can I ask, yeah. should Andrew and I go to Acme? We've neither of us. 1,000%. I've, I've never been to Acme. Guys. We tried to go this weekend. Yeah, and then it was just rejected? like too long to go on. The Santa thing was going okay, on. Okay, yeah. why don't we go together? Let's we'll do it. go... We'll look, we'll look at the sketch after. Okay. Okay. Cool. January 20th? Mm-hmm. What year again? 95. Okay. Wow. I was five. What time? Uh, 11.30 a.m. I think. 11.30 a.m. Where? Lake Forest, Illinois. Okay. Okay. Whoa. You are the same person. Oh, this is so weird. Oh, my God. That's actually wild. You're also a Taurus rising. Holy shit. Dude. We told each other. We knew it. We we knew it. So you literally come off as the same person. (laughs) That's freaking crazy. So fucking weird. We actually had a picture of us both in Harry Potter costumes. Yeah, because we just just met Harry Potter uh, last night. Daniel Radcliffe. How was it? Oh, he's the coolest dude. So we we know we're like the biggest fans. And so I went to go get a drink at, at the bar and I come back and he's like, Okay, relax for a second. <laughs> He's like, Potter, Be cool. Potter's here. Oh my god! And I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, Harry is right there. Stop. And I, I like turned and like my heart was beating. Where out I was of hot. My chest. I was hot. Where was this? It was. Uh, um, what's the place called? Um, some. Well, we had a Christmas party. Yeah, it was a Christmas party. Okay. It was like like a little private sure, Christmas sure, party sure. that we went to. But I guess uh, she was friends with Harry. And oh I was like, god. I was like, there's Daniel Radcliffe. So you said right hi. There. 
Oh, yeah. Did we say hi? Did we, he know who we you talked guys for were? Like an, he's, he's a, a huge he's a big Bachelor, bachelor fan. Fuck big Bachelor yeah. fan. <laughs> and, so, and so was his girlfriend. We were all chatting about the show for 45 oh, minutes. Yeah. Got them to talk about how they met, how they met and everything. It was really cool. Oh, like, my God. He gave some amazing. really good dating advice, by the way. So, wow. Mm-hmm. What was his advice? I feel like that's, that's like dear to no, my heart. Please, I'm going to keep share, that in. Please share. Please share. Give us a hand. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to Don't you want to help people? Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, not I every day. His, his, get... his biggest takeaway with his girlfriend, I mean, it's not its not like rocket science, sure. but he was like, they constantly laugh and they constantly, you know, compliment each other in that way where they just, Gotta they, they keep their, they keep their, yeah. like, love young. Yeah, and then, and he also said that, you know, it's tough for guys to come out and talk to, to women or talk to anybody about their feelings. And he was mm-hmm. like, she was the first person I just went to, yeah. told her everything. I was like, yeah. So, wow. All right. It's amazing. So, yeah. like, yeah, he. He's just find that really person cool who job. you want to open up to. Yeah, yeah that's it. what it was. Yep. Brilliant. Um, okay. Last thought on your chart, Andrew. So you're a Virgo moon. So you are a bit critical of yourself. And, Very factual. And the people that you love, which Very factual. is like how you show your love in a way. I, I, um, I would, oh, my I, God. I would, I would agree. I would agree with yeah. that. He, he loves to give his perspective on things, which mm-hmm. I also really appreciate mm-hmm. when he, when he oh gives me my his God. perspective. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was scary. That's your, like, that's deep, pretty that's your deep emotional <laughs> self right there. That's really um, scary. All right, guys. Give me a quote or piece of advice that has helped you or maybe Daniel Radcliffe throughout the years. You want to go first? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you no, you you think for a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess... Um, <laughs> You sure you don't want to go first? I'm sure. I, I am so on the spot right now, like yeah, blanking dude. in yeah, my head. You're blanking hard. <laughs> well, you go first. I don't then. know what I it have. Could to be say. a quote. It could be a quote. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's just do it. You know, quote? Nike. Just do it. Uh, that's so boring and lame. <laughs> um, my favorite book is The Four Agreements. I'm not going to pull a quote from there. No, that's a like. great book that we've <laughs> um, referenced before. Yeah, Four Agreements was incredible. After reading that book, I was. You know, I, I, I like to constantly, I, I would say do what challenge you challenges you, do what scares you, especially because, you know, I look back at my life and I had so many questions about whether I wanted to go to acting or what the hell I wanted to do in my life. And I mean, I was jobless for a little bit. At like 22, I was working. I mean, I just told him that this last night. I, uh, I don't think I've ever said this. I mean, a way to make money. People were like, uh, there were so many rumors about me and like what I was doing. I was working like three jobs and they were all part-time jobs uh, right out of college. One of them, it, I was so ashamed of it, but like I was Ubering because I was trying to like it's pay. It's not shameful. Yeah, I, it's not at all. Trust me, it was good freaking money. You know, yeah. the, more, the, more, the, more, the most hours you put in. But I mean, yeah, I, you know, challenging myself has definitely humbled me in a lot of ways. And you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, I would say. And I just like to constantly, you know, do, you know, things that scare me. That's, okay. that's what, yeah. I, that's how I feel like I grow. I like it. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that people are starting to know that I'm a big kind of like adventure book nerd, like nonfiction, oh, yeah, big you're, Harry Potter you're fan. Mm-hmm. Such a nerd. You're I love Marvel, there. like to it, like that's my, that is my favorite thing in the world. So I, I, I love like listening to what like little quotes that Marvel has. One was like, no amount of money ever bought a second of time. And that always resonated with me because obviously I grew up without like, you know, money at all. My mom worked like three jobs. We were really low on the the spectrum there. And um, I never felt like I wasn't having fun or my time was always well valued or is always maximized. You know what I mean? So that's how I continue to live, I feel like. And I feel like people should just honor their time and maximize every, you know, second that they have, even though they might not be in the spot that they want to be. Just 
show up smiling. That's what I got from that quote and from Marvel because it makes me smile. It just, just, you know, maximize that time you got. Love it. Love cool. that. Thank you guys so much. Where can everybody find you, follow you, and uh, maybe slide into your DMs if um, that's open? Uh, those are open for me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's just hard to read them. There's just like some people say silly things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at the moment. I'm yeah. just, I'm just. Okay, yeah. but where can people follow you? Oh yeah, Andrew Z Spencer on every single social media platform. Amazing. Or in Chicago, West Loop, if you're looking. Oh, love West Loop. Yep. And I'm just at. Greg Rippo. I did just make a TikTok. I mean, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I can't I, wait to see I, you do I, very serious dances. I'm going to do one now just for you. Uh, you better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was it Greg J. Grippo. He I, tried to copy my Andrew Z, because my middle name's in there. So no, Andrew. because somebody has my TikTok name. Somebody, oh. somebody made the TikTok. Uh, oh, really? my name. So I couldn't do it. Wow. Brittle. You should buy it off. Yeah, them. you gotta buy it. Yeah. yeah I like the J. <laughs> yeah. Also, that's what they wanted. They wanted you to buy it. Yeah. Don't give them I'm that. I'm not doing that. Um, you lose. <laughs> exactly. Guys, thank you so much. This is awesome. Thanks yeah, for having, I'm really having excited. us. Yep.